Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Not So Experts. My name is Avery Nelson, joined by my good friend and co-host Taylor Mooney. Uh, how are you feeling, Taylor? How are we doing? Uh, a little bit better than you. Uh, messed up your own name on the first intro. We love to see it. Didn't have to mention it. It was going to get cut anyways. I did have to mention it. You don't have to show everybody, but I had to let everybody know. Unnecessary. Um, pretty good. Just watching football. Um. Pretty low-key Thursday night. Um, watched the Edward Snowden movie on Netflix, um, so that was cool. Interesting. It's been a crazy day. Wow. It sounds crazy. It sounds crazier than my day. Oh, dude, wild. Absolutely wild. Um, it worked. Oh, I wanted to say, I pulled up – my allergies have been acting up, so – I pull up to Walgreens and I like am in sweatpants and a t-shirt and a pullover. And this chick asked me at like six o'clock on a Thursday when I'm buying like two different allergy medicines and a body armor, if I'm having a fun day, like like obviously I'm having a shit day. Like, please let me have minimal interaction and let me get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's just, she's just being rude. She's taking the piss at that point. Like, thanks, lady. No, it. I, I, I'm having a great day. Yeah, like, get my shit and let me get out of here. <laughs> I wonder, um, that may be what's happening with me. I have, like, a, a pressure under, like, my eyes. It's, uh, it's like a sinus situation, it feels like, almost. Uh, Rooney, you got the Rony, bro. I hope not. I really hope. If I have that, I'm actually going to get tested Saturday. Yeah. Um, as my final check before, um my flight mm. um and uh fingers crossed folks big finger crossed well we'll see <laughs> we shall see hopefully we'll both be feeling better after this weekend um and i mean it's an okay weekend to be stuck inside honestly the the slate of games is is decent and we'll get to that uh you are you're not drinking anything correct absolutely not Thank i'm you. drinking a sweet sweet vitamin water zero I, uh, I'm drinking water out of a Bama Salute, Bama Hoops stadium cup. I rem- that was the game, I believe. Uh, this is a little bit of podcast lore, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't have anything to do with the podcast, really. I believe that was the game you participated in the push-up contest. Oh, shit. That's pretty funny. I think I, it's an old I, stadium cup, for sure. Yeah, I believe that was the game you... Uh, you participated, and I would like to give you credit, won the uh, push-up contest at, like, you know, halftime or whenever it was. You're damn right I did, and that's, like, the one thing that I'm really good at fitness-wise, so, and I'm still good at it, too, so. You're just lucky I wasn't on the floor, because I would have been calling red lights left and right on, on everybody, but you were, you were, you were half-assing some of those reps, buddy, and somebody needed to say it. I can't be stopped. <laughs> Wow, I love that you're drinking out of that cup. I'm I'm like 95% sure that was the uh the game. That's awesome. I'll think about that every time I drink out of this cup, which is a lot. I'm glad I could I could bring back those memories. Um, but yeah, so last night NBA draft. Um, I didn't watch most of it actually. 
Uh, I went to the gym around the start of the draft, and I really only cared about, you know, the first five picks plus Kyra, who ended yeah. up going to the New Orleans Pelicans. Congrats, Kyra Lewis. Huge fan of the pod. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He, he might be the number one fan of the pod. Um, I watched I watched literally up until about the 25th pick, and I was like, I don't even know who the hell these dudes are, and I watch a lot of basketball. <laughs> like, we're out here drafting, like, random, like, dudes from, like, Czechoslovakia and shit. I was like, all right, time to turn it off. Those uh, are the best ones, dude. Those are the next Bobons. Yeah, that dude's not a Bobon. He weighs about 100 pounds, and he's, like, seven feet tall. Um. Yeah, super super gas for Kyra. Uh, pretty hyped that he went to the Pelicans too. They have Zion. Um, that's gonna be dope. They'll it's be gonna be a fun awesome. team to watch. Oh yeah, transition, dude. They're gonna make a lot of top ten plays. Oh, absolutely. And, and they they have one more guy that can shoot the ball, which is something that they needed last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of. I don't know if it's the end of the Lonzo Ball era, but oh, yeah. uh, but you know Lavar will probably make a huge stink out of that. But um, pretty excited for him. It's a good spot, um, and I mean they were close to making the playoffs last year. I think they could make it this year with a healthy Zion. So yeah, they went on a big run uh, to in the in the bubble, um, and I'm sure Justin will would be a, would be a better source. No, uh, the Suns went on the run in the bubble. I thought the Pelicans did as well. Or no, the Pelicans sat Zion for basically the whole bubble, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, actually, I remember that because my dad was very upset because it was like they have a shot if they actually play him, but they didn't. Yeah. Um, okay, so excuse that. But, I mean, if like like you said, if you can get Zion for a whole year, I mean, you know, keep him healthy. Uh, he shouldn't be on a pitch count next year, you would imagine. Or you would hope, at least, if he's on a pitch on pitch count next year, he's what on a pitch count the rest of his career. That just it doesn't seem right. So yeah, pretty wild. Um, yeah, it'll be. I'm really excited to see that team play. And I don't, I don't watch a whole ton of NBA basketball uh, prior to the playoffs, but um, I'll definitely be keeping my eye on that team. Much like I keep, if if like I'm I'm scrolling through the channels and uh, the Cavs are playing. I'm I'm uh, tempted to throw them on, even though they're terrible. I gotta watch Colin Sexton. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I cannot watch the Cavs. They are absolute trash. Colin, the only I I'll tell you what. The only NBA game I've ever been to was the Cavs versus the Mavericks, and it was actually uh, a lot of fun. Colin uh, Luca, that's pretty fun, dude. Luca was injured. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, shit. But um, Dirk, it was one of Dirk's last games, and he nearly set uh, one of the scoring records. I forget which one. It, he nearly broke past one of the people that he was, like, passing. And he was two points off, and he he just kept taking threes. And everybody about lost their mind every time he took a three, and he never made it. So the next game in Dallas, um, tickets were insane because everybody knew he was going to break the record. But it was pretty funny watching Colin Sexton just just blow by Dirk like he was running by a fence post. It was it was, it was comical. Yeah, that's so bad. The first two NBA games I went to were Hawks Wizards, and I didn't even do it on purpose. Like the second time I bought tickets, I was like, damn it, I've only seen Hawks Wizards. I've been to like it was like the first three games I'd ever been to. It was like all Hawks Wizards, and I was like, this is trash. That's god awful. Yeah, have have been to more NBA games than that now, but. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think I'll probably have to go to New Orleans and watch a watch a Kyra Zion game. That'd be fun, dude. Absolutely gonna have to check out Kyra and Zion because that just seems like a whole load of fun. I really can't. I can't wait. And I I didn't have like a I don't have like an NBA team, so I was like, he goes wherever he goes, I'll be happy for him. I just hope he goes, you know, relatively high up, like he should, you know, lottery pick. Um, but like if if I guess I could have thought about it, I. I, the Pelicans seem like a great fit and a really like, and also, you know, a team that's close to the both of us. So, um, kind of a, a good fit for us as fans. Yeah. I might have to switch my fandom from the mighty Hawks to the Pelicans. <laughs> I mean, that seems bold. Can, I don't know who the Hawks get. Does it? The Hawks suck. The Hawks have sucked like our whole lives. They so can- the Pelicans, yeah, but the Pelicans have some promise. The Hawks don't. I mean, they have Trey Young and John Collins, and like they have a bunch of decent players, and it's just bad. Yeah. Hey, they're, you know more than I do. They're perpetually like, they're just perpetually like almost good. It's so bad. I don't, I don't imagine being a Pelicans fan is any better, but hopefully they turn a corner yeah. with this team. Yeah. And at the very least, they'll be fun to watch. Right. Which is more than you can say about the Hawks. Exactly. So, congrats to Kyra. Really happy. It's also great to have uh, two out of the last three years. We have a lottery uh, a lottery pick in the NBA draft, which is something I would have never imagined, uh, you know, like five years previously. Um, Heck no. So, pretty cool, pretty cool for Bama Hoops, just in general. Alabama had more lottery picks than Duke and Kansas uh, combined. Because they all had none. I believe North Carolina. Wait, no, North Carolina. Uh, what's his name? The Cole it's kid. Cole but, Anthony, but yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. He's okay. He had Spike Lee at his house. That's pretty baller. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, but his dad played in the NBA. That's why. His dad played for the Knicks. There you go. I was. I honestly was wondering, but I didn't do any digging on Twitter. I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah, yeah, Spike Lee, big, uh, shit, what's his dad's name? Something Anthony. I honestly do not know. Big Mr. Anthony fan, not Carmelo. The only thing I know about Cole Anthony, did he play against us? I can't remember if he he was, was he injured in that game? Yeah, Kyra lit him up. Kyra lit him up. Okay. I thought he, as I recall, he had a pretty good game as well. He did. He did, but uh, Kyra lit him up. For the record, let the record state that uh, Kyra lit him up. <laughs> um, um, that's really my only thoughts about the, the draft. I mean, it was kind of boring, to be honest. I mean, there's not a lot of star power in it. No, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a bit of a weird draft. Um, I guess the most, of the most of the excitement was what will happen in those top three picks, uh, which, I, like I said, I missed. But right. um, with Anthony Edwards getting picked in the first spot, it was like then unless Golden State trades, you know they're gonna take uh, they're not gonna take um, Lamelo, and he goes to Charlotte. So yay for Justin. Yay for Justin. He he texted me. He said him and uh him and Lavar are gonna be vibing in downtown Charlotte. It's amazing. I, <laughs> I want to see it. Speaking of lack of star power. Uh, let's just transition. The Kentucky offense has absolutely no star power, like at all. They're awful. Taylor, that was an excellent transition. If you would have refrained from using the word transition, uh, whatever. 
It was so good. Just you were so close. I just look. I'm working on it. But they I just wanted to say they are absolutely awful. I mean, they're they're bad, dude. And I mean, like, look, it's um, it's a it's an offense. It's the same. It's the same as it has been for however many years under Mark Stoops. Uh, they don't. They can't throw the ball, so they don't. I mean, they flat out just cannot throw the ball. I mean, no. it is astonishing how bad their quarterback play is. Um, if they had any semblance of quarterback play, they would have beaten Georgia. I mean, Georgia was just bad in that game too. Um, I what what's the spread in our game? Twenty eight and a half, twenty nine and a half. I would take that simply because I just don't really think Kentucky can score. Like I, I you know, they're only going to run the ball, and if you know they're only going to run the ball, I mean, how hard is it to stop? Yeah. It was 29 and a half. Uh, so a few quick stats for you on their offense, just off the top here from uh, Roll Bama Roll. Uh, averaging 23 points per game, they are running the ball about 64% of the time, and they're getting 5.7 yards per pass and 5.1 yards per rush. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> that is so bad. I – I mean, it's great. 5.1 yards per rush is pretty good. Their offense is statistically worse than Vandy's, isn't it? Um, God, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to pull up Vandy's uh, numbers. I'm, I do not have those. I'm not certain that Kentucky has the worst offense in the SEC. As far as efficiency or just like total yards? Total yards. I mean, they're trash. I'll, I'll work on pulling that up. But, uh, yeah, no, and it's like I said, it's the same that it has been – under Mark Stoops, they just don't really have a quarterback who can really efficiently move the ball. Absolutely, they don't. Um, okay, so they're actually uh, 200 yards better than Vandy. Vandy is averaging more yards per game. Um, okay. Kentucky is is the worst offense in the SEC in terms of yards per game with 318. That's awful. Uh, the second worst team is Tennessee at 318.5, just for the record. Yeah, um, I mean, that that's why I just don't even think Kentucky scores. I mean, no, it's yeah, no, it's it's definitely and it's it's an offense that really and it's it's uh it's very similar to the um oh god it's been two weeks since we played I'm totally I don't remember who we've played. Uh, uh, shit, who did we play? Exactly. So basically, it's not an Ole Miss. Hold on, I got it right here. It lines up more like a um. Like a Georgia, a Mississippi State. Um, yeah, it lines up more like a team like that where they can't throw the ball. So you're like, okay, they have to run the ball. We know what's in front of us. We know how to handle it. Um, and so, yeah, it just kind of it kind of sets up to be a great a, a day where our defense can ease back in to playing. Hopefully, we'll have you know healed up any nicks or any, you know, slight injuries we've had. Ryan Ray's glass body is, is fixed. Oh, don't, don't even say glass. That's just like, yeah, hopefully. And I mean, even if he's not, I mean, if he's like 80%, just sit him, just bring him back when he's a hundred. There's no point. You know what I mean? And I talked about this, um, after the Georgia game, um, basically our defense has a bunch of practice games up until, the SEC title game, um, and that's exactly what it's shaped up to be. And Alabama didn't even have to play, arguably, I guess, the best offense 
that they were going to play in LSU. Um, I'd argue A&M has a better offense than LSU. Well, of the remaining teams. Okay, yeah, fair. So it's like, who is even going to threaten to score? I mean, I guess Auburn at this point, but I still think they suck. So I, you know, it's it's not going to be great. Uh, it's going to be a boring game, but at least we have a game. And at least Kentucky is not ducking uh, the game. So uh, props to Mark Stoops. He's got uh, bigger cojones than Ed Orgeron, who has a lot on his plate as of this week. Uh, oh, man, dude. That, that, I mean, that institution as a whole is just uh, – should be ashamed. Everybody involved should be ashamed of themselves just at, at the end of the day. It's I mean, it's they're not atrocious. – again – we should not be surprised by anything immoral that LSU does at this point. They've just done so much immoral shit that it's like, uh, what? what's the next immoral thing they're going to do? I mean, they, it's like one after the other after the other with these folks, and um, it, it just doesn't seem to end. And the NCAA just doesn't seem to want to do anything about it either. So, um, yeah. You know, it is what it is. Uh, they made their bed. They're going to sleep in it. And they'll either get their ass kicked by Alabama this year or um, they'll just suck for a long time. And they're going to suck for probably a couple of years anyway. So whatever. But off my soapbox, back to Kentucky. <laughs> back to Kentucky. And um, gosh, I hope you're not watching the Tulsa Tulane game, my guy. No, uh, I don't have a TV in this room, I'm in. You were missing out. Uh, wow, that's a thick punter. Speaking of thick punters, this has nothing to do with thick punters. On the other side of the ball, Kentucky has the fourth best defense in the SEC. Um, and they got some dudes. They just play, like, good, solid, fundamental defense. They do. I do mean, you think that really hinders our our type of offense? Uh. No, and I, I sound like an arrogant asshole saying all this stuff, but I mean, if we're if we're being honest here, um, Kentucky's offense does their defense absolutely no favors. So I mean, their defense can play well and still give up forty points because I think they're going to be on the field a lot. I mean, you know, unfortunately for Kentucky, they have a decent side of the ball that they don't even get to showcase because the other side is just so bad. Um, if you're, if you're running, if you're running the ball, you know, I'm, I'm saying if you're running three offensive plays consistently, uh, or five offensive plays consistently or six or whatever, um, if you can't sustain drives, I mean, your defense is going to get tired, especially when they're playing a team that has more talent and Kentucky could muck it up a little bit. Like it might not look pretty all the time, but I just really don't think that they're going to be able to, um, you know, slow the offense down to the point where it where it really becomes close. I mean, I I, I think I'm going to predict something like 42 to nothing in this one. To be honest, I mean, I, I really just don't know how. Um, or maybe 45. Maybe we kick a field goal. Um, but um, again, we get to watch the team play, and I think we should be happy about that. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I am very excited to see. Just the team in general, um, but what do you yeah. think of defense? I mean, do you think they have any hope of making this a close game? I mean, no, not in terms of making a close game. I think I think they 
I mean, honestly, like it's just let's look, look. They 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 were looking very solid on defense. They shut down. They like, Mississippi State. They gave up two points. Tennessee gave up seven. They gave up fourteen to Georgia, and then they got lit up by Ole Miss for forty-two. Because of course, and then they gave up thirty-five points to Vandy last week. Um, that's a lot of points to a god awful Vandy team. That's oh god, dude, thirty-five to Vandy. Holy yeah. Lord. I mean, they, like they have they have like a very old school. Alabama, like, system. They have, like, a massive nose guard in McQuan McCall, who's 380 pounds. Holy shit, that is enormous. Yeah, yeah. Um, They got a six-year senior and a junior on the other sides of that, so they have uh, they have um, experience on the defensive line. And then they have uh, Boogie Watson, an outside edge rusher, who was, he was an all-SEC selection preseason. Um, they don't have Mac Jones. They don't have Mac Jones. I look, all I'm all I'm saying is all I'm saying is this commit Mac Jones. Huh? Former Kentucky commit Mac Jones. Hey, there you go. Um, that would be a huge. Uh, that would be great for them. Um, because they could really use a quarterback. They could use they could use me and you at quarterback at this point, Jesus. Right. I and and I I guess I guess the thing is what we'll see from Alabama's offense. And I I'm no ex we're not X's nose guys, obviously. But what I expect to see is some some if we're running the ball to we're gonna run to the sidelines. We're gonna try to sp- like you know spread out the game a little bit so that they can't just, like, crash the middle, obviously. this uh, look, Guys, I'm not, like, explaining rocket science here. We're not going to be running Najee up the middle three times in a row and hoping he get he busts it out for 15 yards. Like, at that, and that's my point being that if they, 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 they can't cover all of the options, all of the weapons that Alabama has on offense, and I think that the biggest factor is going to be the deep ball, and I don't think they can really cover the deep ball, realistically speaking, while also trying to make sure Najee doesn't go off for 200 yards. I think that's just the long and short of it. Yeah. Um, like I said, they got some dudes on defense. They got some big old dudes on defense. Um, but, at you know, it's just – I don't think they have enough uh, talent in the secondary to really – uh, make sure they can they can't put their guys on an island. And I think at the end of the day, it's going to be very similar to their game against Ole Miss. I think we're just going to kind of be too much to handle for them. Um, I I see us covering the spread, although 29 points is a lot of points unless you're BYU versus North Alabama. Um, Woof. I yeah. I say that as if as if that's happened yet. We had a, we had a bit of an argument with that, and we can discuss that a little bit in a second. But um, what did you say? Forty two to nothing. Yeah, I'll go forty five nothing. I'll go I'll I'll go. Uh, I don't know. God, fifty. Let's go fifty six to ten. I'll give them ten. <laughs> Damn, they're scoring ten points. I mean, the last time I said somebody would score 10 was Mississippi State, and we shut them out, so. All right, well, I think we're going to – I'm predicting a shutout. Whatever. All right. I'll do it. That's – I mean, I don't think you're crazy in saying that. I just – shutouts are so rare that I'm just like, 
Is it? I don't know. Just give them like ten. Well, I mean, shutouts are rare, but it's rare how awful their offense. <laughs> they are. They are really, really bad. That is. That I mean, is a- I'm not. I'm not saying this because I have like a ton of confidence in our defense. Like I have enough confidence in the defense. Uh, but good lord, I mean, I just have negative 83 confidences in their offense. Negative 83. I no, like look, it um. It's set, like I said, it sets up exactly like the Mississippi State game um, where they don't have a quarterback. They cannot throw the ball. The difference being uh, Mississippi State wants to be an air raid team and cannot be. Kentucky desperately wants to be a uh, keep it on the ground team, and they can do that. They're relatively successful. The problem being they're one-dimensional in doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty – yeah, I, I just think it's really self-explanatory at this point. I mean, they just have almost no chance. <laughs> and the apologies if you were looking for an X's and O's show. Sadly, we do not possess – I definitely don't possess that knowledge. I've never played the sport. I have some X's and O's. It's kind of washed off since high school. Um, but there's just not a lot of X's and O's to this. I mean – X's and O's, like we have Jimmy's and Joe's. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, got, he did it. He went for the Jimmy's and Joe's. We just flat out have better players at like every position. Like, I don't think there's one position that they're better than us at. Jimmy. No, no, just there's uh, absolutely not. They have a better punter than we do. They have a better punter, as does basically everyone. <laughs> That's fair. Did you see Jake Scott tried to tackle the other night as well? Yes, dude. He looked bad. Oh, he doesn't get paid to tackle, folks. They pay him to tackle. They pay him to kick this shit, you know? So you get what you pay for. Oh, he got he got he got schmixed up, dude. He got straight he up. Fell on the damn ground, but God love him. Whatever. You know? <laughs> that's fine. So if funny. My, if my punter looks like an idiot, then that's fine. Like my punter averages like sixty yards per punt and looks like an idiot when trying to tackle, totally cool. We got better. We got bigger issues if the damn punters making a tackle anyway. So you're right. You're right. Whatever. Get mad. Uh, speaking of punt, I don't know. I'm trying to do a transition when I have nothing to transition. Let's go ahead and move on to the, the transition. You clown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had one tossed to you. I did not. Um. Let's go ahead and move on to the battle for the bottle. Uh, you've taken a one-game lead. I don't have our records in front of us, but I know you have a one-point award. What's that? Commanding one-game lead. A commanding one-game lead. That's correct. Um, after a 5-0 and week last week, which is yeah. unbelievable. I'm smart as shit. Um, so you, you heard it here, folks. Take whatever Taylor picks. Probably can get on five this week. <laughs> Well, this week it's a it's a weird one because there are ranked matchups, but nothing like there's not a uh, there's no Showtime game. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there's no event of a game. Right. So it so it's kind of just like okay, we're we're taking what we got uh, at this point. Um. So let's go ahead and start with uh the big. I guess Big 12 game, if there's such thing anymore. Ugh. Uh, we have, <laughs> right? We have Fuck. number 14, Oklahoma State, at number 18, Oklahoma. Oklahoma giving seven. 
I'm changing the spread here because I'm looking at a different. I'm looking at our usual site. Okay. So it was. I had eight and a half. It's, it's seven. In, it's in Norman. It is in Norman. Huh. Wait. Yes. Yeah. So it's two teams that you can't trust, which is what I love about this game the most. Yeah, I, I was about to say, like, I don't trust Oklahoma, but Oklahoma State has also looked bad this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's weird because, like, uh, Oklahoma State, known for their defense this season. Bizarre. Um, Absolutely bizarre. Totally upside down considering they got Spencer Sanders and Chuba Hubbard in the backfield. Do you think they could put something other on offense? They just haven't been able to. Oklahoma, in the meantime, getting their shit together quietly under the radar? I mean, you know, I, they've gotten a couple. I think I'll take Oklahoma in this one. They have righted the ship a little bit, and they have better players than than um, than Oklahoma State does. Like, I know Chuba Hubbard's a stud, but um, I don't know. Spencer Rattler has played a little bit better. He's got talent. They have decent receivers. Uh, you know, they don't have a defense. Uh, that's an issue. But, but, um, I think offensively, seven points at home, um, I, I think they can knock that out. Yeah, seven points at home in front of an actual, some some form of a crowd. Um, home field advantage. <laughs> it, it, it's a 2020 home field advantage if I've ever seen it. Um, Oklahoma is like, in their record in this game is insane. Uh, yeah, and they pretty much beat them like every year, don't they? I mean, it's like they say it's a rivalry, but like, when's the last time Oklahoma State like won? Yeah, the mullet has uh really struggled. I actually I w- I don't have the um the history pulled up, but I know uh. I know they've they've struggled. They've won maybe four in the last like God, twelve, fifteen. That is trash. That is trash as hell. And yeah, it's honestly give me Oklahoma even more now. Give me Oklahoma for sure. You, Taylor's taking Oklahoma plus some more point. Give give Oklahoma State ten. Eesh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use that as my pick, but that's how yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't push it. Uh, but I agree in the sense that um. It's just it's this is like a great route for chaos game and I I would love um I would love for this to be like Oklahoma State's game for no other reason than it's just funny. It'd be uh, fun to watch Oklahoma lose again. I mean, I'm always down to watch Oklahoma lose, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and this could I mean look, they could go into the fourth quarter up seventeen. Don't turn your TV off. Don't flip the channel just yet. They go in the fourth quarter up 17. I'm absolutely turning TV off. I'm sorry, babe. Have you seen Have you seen Oklahoma's fourth quarter collapses? Uh, yeah, actually, I have. I um, yeah, that's a great point. I actually don't know. They haven't uh, apparently. I haven't watched them in the recent weeks because they really haven't played anybody interesting. But um, I watched the one against Texas. I watched the one against Kansas State, and the other one. There's a There's another one. They lost two of those. Anyways, it's always a train wreck and it's always fun to watch, but I'm just going to take the history here. It's hard for me to bet, a, bet against Oklahoma in a game. They win more often than not. Absolutely. Also, I just said, babe, uh, 
I was texting Liz at the same time I was talking to you, so sorry. Call me Babe or Babe? Did you combine my name or just call me Babe straight up? No, I just called you Babe straight up. <laughs> all right, all right. This is the start of something new, apparently. You heard it here first on the podcast, folks. Oh, shit. Not good. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> you should not be in a romantic relationship with your podcast partner. I believe that's against HR policy. Yeah. Yeah, don't shit where you sleep is the HR policy that's called. <laughs> don't shit where you – is that is that the phrase? Yeah, don't shit where you sleep. I thought it was don't shit where you eat. Whatever. They both work. So there's a great, great Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where Larry dates the hostess at his favorite restaurant. That's bad. That's and bad. it goes poorly. Can't believe it. He says, oh, I'll shit and I'll eat. Oh, God. Doesn't go well. Doesn't go well, folks. Anyways, moving on to Indiana, number nine, Indiana, in the horseshoe at number four, Ohio State. Um, I'm going to double check the line on this one because, like I said, I looked at a different site because uh, I was having a bit of an issue earlier. But mm-hmm. it's at 20 and a half on Bavada. Okay, that doesn't change my pick at all. No, it's it would went from for for reference. It went from nineteen and a half to twenty and a half. What's your pick? Put you on the spot. Oh, I'm taking I'm picking first. Mm-hmm. This never happens. Um, I desperately want Indiana, if anything, to make this an interesting game because I need something to hang my hat on. I can I can it's twenty and a half is a lot of points, right? Okay. And Ohio State has covered two of the three games this season, but they've come close in a couple. Well, they didn't cover in one, and then against um, Penn State, they just barely covered. Jesus. So I'm I'm like looking at that, and I'm like, well, look at Indiana. They just scraped by Penn State, and then they've smashed up who Michigan and uh, Nebraska, like some poorer teams. Trash and even more trash. Exactly. Um, and it's like 20 and a half is a lot. And I, I'm, you know what I'm going to do, Taylor? You know what? I'm betting on Tom Allen. I love Tom Allen. The players love him. They're going to play for him. They don't have the talent. And I know what you're about to do, but I'm going to take Indiana. I'm going out on a limb upset, uh, not to win, but to cover 20 and a half points. Uh, I have it written on my hand. Actually on your hand. Because uh, I didn't have any paper on my desk for some reason. Uh, okay. I haven't written on my hand why they won't um, cover this game. Uh, Ohio State has been in the top five of the last four recruiting classes. Uh, Indiana currently sits at 62. Um, in 2019, they were 57th. Uh, in 2018, uh, they were 36th, and the year before that, they were 50th. So they were paying people uh, the year they came in 36th, uh, but they just flat out do not have the players at any – actually paying people? Don't don't accuse my guy Tom Allen. No, 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 they're not. That's the problem. They should. Um, but point being, I mean, they just flat out don't have the horses to keep this thing close. Um, generally speaking, this game is not close. Uh, Ohio State is going to flex their muscles. This is the one game that they can come out and impress people. Uh, I, I air quotes impress because I don't think a lot of people are going to be very impressed if they blow out Indiana because I don't think 
most people think Indiana's that great, but um, I think that this is a top 10 matchup. It's a faux top 10 matchup, and Ohio State's going to show us why. Wow. Uh, I hate that. Don't don't hate on my Hoosiers so hard. All right. I'm not hating on them. Like, I hope they win. You know how funny that shit would be if they— This this whole season is just purely root for chaos for me at this point. Like, it's already—it already looks like it's, like— it's it's in turmoil. We got games being can't canceled and postponed left and right. I'm just like, let all the crazy shit happen. I 100% agree. I mean, I am going to be rooting against my pick in this game, but uh, I really want that bottle of whiskey, and so I'm going to pick Ohio State. Yeah, all right. Well, this this seems risky for me to bet against the chalk in a game that – and if it was anybody but 9-Windiana trying to become 10-Windiana – I would take Ohio State, but I, it's just – it's too good. Fair enough. It's too Don't. good. Moving along to just – a, I mean, a god-awful game. Let's just be honest with ourselves. It is uh, un, unranked Tennessee at number 23, Auburn. Auburn giving 11 at home. Um, 11. That's kind of low for this Tennessee team. I think Tennessee comes out kind of fired up in this game. Wow. For some reason, I I do. Um, I think because Auburn is inconsistent, um, I I think they might have a little bit of a setback. Um, Tennessee has a decent defense. Auburn's offense, not that great. Not nearly as good as they played against LSU. They've had time to think about uh, that performance at LSU. Um, and so I, you know, reverse psychology, I think they're going to come out and, and do an Auburn and kind of lay an egg. I still think they win the game. Uh, but Jeremy Pruitt's kind of coaching with his back against the wall here. And Gus is out here being a finalist for coach of the year awards and shit. So his job is saved. Gus is not coaching against the wall anymore. Uh, I think Jeremy Pruitt is, and I think Jeremy Pruitt uses that to cover the spread in this game. You you know what I've just realized. I'm gonna all right. So I got you down betting on uh, Philip Fulmer's Tennessee Tennessee Athletic Department. Oh, uh, yo, did you know he got an extension like real in, like a quiet extension, a non-publicized extension? Good. I hope he runs them into the ground. I'd actually like to address this real quick because this is this is hilarious. So Philip Fulmer comes out and he's like, I took a pay cut because I love this university. And he's like, oh, yeah, give me the praise. Give me the praise. Um, so it comes out that he got a contract extension under the table. And, he just lied. Huh? He just straight up lied. No, so he took a pay cut, but he got a contract extension and a raise. And so the way the math works out, they did some PR release, and, like, the math is right there for everybody to see. The way the math works out – is like he took like a hundred thirty-five k pay cut, unless it's off his base pay, which is then he took an even lower pay cut, and then he got like a hundred fifty k a year raise in his extension. How brave! How <laughs> so brave. he just fat loser. He just bumped his salary fifteen k in a pandemic when <laughs> the athletic department is hemorrhaging money. God, what a fat loser. And then, and then you got you got South Carolina over here paying Will Muschamp thirteen million dollars in a buyout. They needed to do that. Goodbye, swimming program. 
Oh my God. There's no money, Taylor. I heard there's no money. There's no more money anywhere. Where, where are people getting this money? Uh, the uh. is not getting it. <laughs> no, no. By the way, they did need to fire him, but they also did not need to give him an extension. What? Like two years ago. Jimmy Sexton, man. Dude, he's, he's robbing people blind. I mean, he's doing his job. All these dudes are letting him. I mean, he's oh, he's he's incredible. No, absolutely. I'm not I'm not gonna hold anything against Jimmy Sexton. This is all like athletic di- directors being incredibly bad at their jobs. Oh, absolutely. And it's rampant. It's all over the country in the sport. It's crazy. It's all they have to do is not do it, and they just keep doing that shit. Man. Why give these extensions? They it doesn't make any sense. Like, where is Will Muschamp going? I don't know. Most people get their jobs evaluated annually. And they're like, nope, we'll give him four more years to fuck this up, you know? Like, right? And then they almost always do it, and then you almost always have to pay way too much money to fire them. But, it's crazy, uh, dude. I didn't mean to go on a tangent, but I just remember the Phil Fulmer thing, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot people are buying people out left and right. You don't have that problem. No, thank God. Jeez. Ugh. Big wolf. I mean, whew. Uh, Anyways, you've been on Tennessee, which I've spelled incorrectly in my notes here. Love it. Missed an E. Um, this game's hard for me because I don't believe in either of these teams. I've just realized we are a week away from the Iron Bowl. So, you could argue Auburn's looking ahead, which they very well could be. Because in reality, this season is a wash for them. They're playing in the, I don't know, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl or something, right? Outback Bowl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so a win against Tennessee, uh, how are you going to get your team fired up for that? A win against Alabama. Now that's their whole season. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, it's just, it is, it's 11 points is a lot, but I cannot for the life of me bet on this Tennessee team. And I know I'm like, Auburn's looked good lately, but also against who? Ole Miss? They lost against South Carolina three weeks ago, for God's sake. I'm I don't know. I'm gonna go Auburn. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. That's, I feel I feel I feel sick now. So I mean, were we two two more games? Huh? We got two more games to pick. Two more games. Yeah, I'm not trying to drag this out. I apologize. You're good. You're good. I'm just trying to keep track here. Um, yeah, so two more games, moving the line on this one as well, up a half a point. We have, I picked this one partially because I sent you the uniform earlier of one of the teams, and it is amazing. And two, it is an undefeated team. It is, we have App State versus the number 15 Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, um, undefeated, giving five points. The fun belt, Taylor, hashtag fun belt. Give me App State. I love App State. Huge App State fan. Like their campus. Give me App State. All I love App State. Uh, their uniforms are incredible. They have like a like a snowy like pioneer man. I love it. It's it like I want to buy that jersey. You um, should, you should buy the helmet too. The helmet's the most baddest part. Like I, but I, what am I gonna do with the football helmet? Um. Uh, uh, I put that shit on my desk, and I would let everybody see it, and they'd be like, why do you have an Appalachian State helmet? And I'd be like, because it's awesome. And they'd be like, yeah, it's awesome. Oh, uh, it is. It is definitely awesome. Oh, Tulane's running it up. Uh, I got – I this one's tough for me because, like, in my heart of hearts, 
I think Coastal Carolina wins. But from what I've heard, I listened to a podcast earlier, some journalists who have some plugs in Appalachian State, which is a weird place to have plugs, but all right. Um, Apparently, Appalachian State's pretty pissed that everybody's like all about Coastal Carolina being the toast of the country and they yep. never – and just have forgotten that Appalachian State was the dominant force in that conference for the past decade or five, what it, whenever they joined the front Sun Belt. Um, so that team's – the team's fired up to play. Uh, and I think that's a solid team. They did lose their coach, I believe, last year to Louisville or two years ago. But it's still a solid Sun Belt team, and they've only lost to, like, Marshall, I think who's undefeated as well. This is a game that Coastal Carolina will lose, though. I'm, I'm, gonna, you know, I'm not going to split up from you on this one. I'm going to go App State as well, just because I think uh, they have everything to play for. So does Coastal Carolina, of course, but App State fired up uh, in an underdog situation. It just it, – in, in those jerseys, it just feels right. I love it. Uh, and now to the last game, the – Biggest point swing from one year to another, I believe. Uh, so, oh, I love this game. Yes. It is. It's hang good. on a second, Taylor. Hold the phones. Arkansas was favored earlier in the week, correct? Yes. The money has flown to LSU. It is now LSU minus two at Arkansas. Give me Arkansas. Wow. I just saw that. I had it as Arkansas minus two, and I must have misread that. There's been no. It was it, it was uh, Arkansas minus one, and wow. I guess now it's moved. But I, I say Arkansas gets it done. There's a lot of negative shit going around at LSU. Arkansas is a feel good story. They're a decent team. They can smack you in the mouth. LSU appears like they've quit. Uh, from all intents and purposes, it looks like they've quit. Uh, and I think Ed Orgeron's lost control of that program. I think it's. I think Arkansas gets him this weekend, dude. You know what's crazy is even if he has, he can't be fired. Uh, he, he can if this uh, sexual assault scandal is is, is uh, legit. Well, he should be. I'd say he will be as a step. You can fire him for cause. Uh, that's a, that's fair. That's true. I never. Th- I didn't think about uh, that. They won't have to pay him. Uh, $40 million or whatever it is. I mean, look, there is some damning stuff in that story, like really yeah. damning to the, to the athletic department as a whole, but also to uh, the leader of the football program and or, and at or, or Orgeron. Good God. Yeah. If it comes out that it's true, he's absolute toast. I mean, even LSU, even LSU fans are like, get that shit like out of here. Uh, you would, I mean, I, you would hope so. Yeah. Um, but you're taking Arkansas. Yes. Okay, I okay. So this was this is looking like another week where we're splitting up on two games because uh, LSU hasn't played in 21 days. Okay. Right? Yeah. Sam Pittman is back, baby. No longer COVID addled. Um, and I think they're gonna be. I said they were gonna be rally around him spiritually. Um, but. I think him being back is going to be – like, that team's going to be fired up. And whether or not LSU's had a terrible season, they are still the reigning national champions, and everybody wants a piece of them. And so uh, it's easy to get your team gassed up for a game like this. And like you said, I think LSU is kind of uh, swimming with the fishes. 
but they're not swimming because they're dead. Yeah. So, so that's my pick. I'm going to take out Arkansas plus two as well. We have separated on the IU game and the Tennessee-Auburn game to keep your, keep your eyes on those, folks. That could give me the lead again, minus your bump of three due to the Masters, uh, which is uh, – I change our bet to you just have to call me the Master for a month. I really hate that. Yeah, well, you got two options here. You have to buy me a really nice bottle of whiskey. I'll, I'll buy you the whiskey. Ah, damn it. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna bite. Damn it. Yeah. Do you have a? You got anything else? Any anything else happening? You saw this week? You want to talk about anything like that? I don't know, man. It's been kind of a quiet week. Um, second week here in Birmingham, just kind of hanging out. Gonna have a, another chill weekend. Back to back. Uh, I'll have you chill weekends. Actually, last weekend wasn't chill. I had to put together furniture. That sucked. Uh, this will be the first weekend I. Don't do something I don't want to do. So, uh, in the last couple weekends, so it should be fun. Sit around watching football, uh, brunch with the Buckeyes. Uh, should be going. Yeah, should I should be a good day. I uh, I'll be sitting at home all day. I'm I'm gonna try to get out just to um, try to not sit on my couch all day, so I don't feel like shit. But uh, yeah, should be a good one. Um, there's currently, I would like to point out, we are missing a Jeezy versus Gucci main freestyle battle. Oh, I did see that. It's happening as we speak and, uh, Twitter is popping off. I think, uh, I think Gucci's got it, man. I, I don't know. I don't know who's doing what. I just, I see bricks on my timeline. I don't know what's going on, man. Team Gucci, team Jeezy. Uh, I've honestly, I, I listened to more Jeezy in high school, which is weird. And I'm a, I'm a listen to Gucci tonight. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to, I don't know how long this thing's going. I mean, Mark Ingram's going absolutely crazy for it. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm gonna have to see if it's on YouTube or something. It's on Instagram. Oh, it's on Instagram? Yeah. I'll send you the link. Apparently Gucci Mane just wants to fight, so... Love it. It's yeah, like, I'm going to have to watch this later. Magic City also. It's like the most Atlanta shit to ever happen. I was about to say, every Atlanta sports team tweeted about it, except for the Braves. What's up, Braves? Uh, Too white. I don't know, man. They're, that's just not their brand. They're, they moved out. They're not even in the city. They're not in the city. They're not Atlanta. They have an offset hat. I guess they're just Team Migos now. Who knows? <laughs> they can't take any other rapper's side. They have to stick with. They're like, ah, oh, man, does could you get Migos involved some way somehow? Uh, we can't tweet otherwise. That's so annoying. Whatever. Oh wow. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, uh, I think that's about all we have for this week's episode. Uh. A little, well, it's a little bit, it's not really that much shorter, but uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did and you would like to, if you would like to hear anything on the podcast at all, follow us on Twitter and also Instagram at NotSoExperts. We're going to be trying to get up a little bit more content on Instagram for uh, just some video clips, stuff like that. Do a little more entertainment for y'all. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. Um, a five-star review, obviously. And if you didn't enjoy the podcast, do not leave a review. And if you want to say something mean, say it on Twitter. Thank you.
Um, and uh, other than that, uh, we will be back to talk with y'all Wednesday uh, to discuss this. And also, it's Auburn Hate Week next week, folks. Yeah. And also, basketball. Oh, shit. We're going to have a crazy podcast next week. So it's all kicking off next week. Be sure to join us. And make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing on your preferred preferred platform so you get an alert whenever we drop an episode. So you don't even have to check the Twitter or the Instagram if you want a social media detox. It's a a win-win for everybody. Uh, But thank you all for listening. uh, And until next time, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Rolling down a backwoods Tennessee byway One arm on the wheel Holding my lover with the other A sweet, soft, southern thrill Worked hard all week Got a little jingle On a Tennessee Saturday night Couldn't feel better I'm together with my Dixie Land delight. Spend my dollar.